This is TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers. I'm Dr. Gina Rhodes. Let's get started. This week on TTLT, we're bringing back Jesus Villegas, and he, this time he's going to be talking to us about podcasting tips. Can you believe he does podcasts with his students? What a great idea. I want to do one with my students now. But let's find out what Jesus has to say. And if you remember, I met Jesus when he was an English language fellow in Tunisia, and I was in Morocco. And since then, he has gone on to become a fellow in several different uh, countries and different places, and he is now teaching in Chicago. So let's find out what he has to say. Okay, Jesus, um, we're going to talk a little bit about podcasting and can you tell us how you define podcasting what is podcasting podcasting is essentially um a radio program or now also a tv program that you can download and listen to it listen to or watch on your own obviously you can listen to it live if you'd like but for the most part the concept of a podcast is the fact that you can you don't have to uh, be watching it while it's live or listening to it while it's live. You can listen to it at your own time, at your own pace. And often it varies. It could be a radio show. Let's, let's call it a radio show or a program that could discuss politics or language or just recorded storytelling. And these are the three examples I use because these are the kinds of podcasts that I tend to listen to. Me too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so what got you interested in using podcasts with your students? Mm, well, I list, I, for years I've listened to public radio and there I discovered lots of great programs that I would listen to, uh, again, about politics or language or storytelling. And then when podcasting became, I, don't know, I guess, kind of the norm, I realized I could listen to them more. Well, I listened to them nonstop and I really listened listened to them extensively when I had to travel to work and it was a one hour to one hour and a half drive. So I listened to all sorts of podcasts on my way home, on my way to work and on my way back. And the more I listened, the more interested I became, the more podcasts I explored. And when I discovered podcasts about language, like uh, one of my favorites called Away With Words, which is really uh, how lang how the English language came to be, let's say, <laughs> and all the idiosyncrasies that we wonder about that we don't understand where words or phrases come from. That's what really got me interested in this because the more I listened to different podcasts about different topics and different formats, the more I realized, well, this is just an interview. Many of them were interview formats. And I thought, well, I could do this. We do interviews in class all the time for different, uh, about different topics. So then I introduced the idea uh, to students in class before I even thought about creating it as a podcast, podcast class. But just the idea of recording our own interviews and listening to them ourselves to reflect on our own uh, language skills and also to reflect on what our classmates had said and whether or not we understood each other. That's when I thought, well, we could do this, but more extensively and develop it a little bit further. So I decided to create a class where we learn how to create a podcast, but how to create a podcast involves, well, obviously you, you need to have a theme uh, or a subject, a topic, 
And then we need to think about, well, what do we know about that topic? Or what can we explore? What would we like to know about that topic? So by doing that, uh, by thinking, I guess, backwards, uh, we think about the final product. We want a recorded interview. But what do we need to do to get there? We need to, well, think about the questions. We need to maybe predict what the speaker will say to be prepared with potential follow-up questions. Uh, but before we get there, we need to ask ourselves whether or not we need to research the topic in depth. Uh, so maybe we would need to read uh, articles, news reports about it, and then have a discussion about it. To do that, we need to then think about whether um, we're going to just read the, a news report, for example, whether we're going to reflect on it and maybe just generate a few questions. But we need to check to see that the questions are grammatically correct so that our listener or interviewee can understand what we're asking. And at the same time, if the two students who are working together know what topic they're going to discuss, then they can both be prepared with phrases that they might need, language uh, they might need. And all of this uh, is something that we would normally do in a listening and speaking class. The difference is that here, everything is then recorded uh, and then the students have a final product. Wow. That was a long answer. <laughs> no, but it was a great answer. Okay, so this was the original class that you created with it. Um, and then why did you decide to create a, a whole course related to podcasting? So at this institution where I worked, it was... Uh, it was easy to create the class because the students had to take required courses, but then they were also allowed to select an elective course. And the elective courses were created by the teachers who were teaching them. And so we were allowed to be creative with these elective courses. A teacher, for example, offered a class on grammar because they knew that many students wanted to review more grammar. So even though it was elective, it was all, all sorts of very interactive activities that were grammar focused. Another teacher who enjoys, who loves films, he's a film buff as he calls himself, he had a class uh, based on films. They would watch video clips and movie clips and discuss them. And so I thought, well, I like podcasting, so I'm going to try and use this as uh, a starting point. And there I knew I could use all of these uh, language elements, language activities that I discussed. And so when I presented this idea to students, I told them that the main goal would be that they would be working on their, they would be improving their speaking skills uh, because they would be interviewing, uh, interacting with students all the time. So they knew that that was one of the main goals, but I explained that to get there, we would have all these other activities that would lead us to that point. And because most, uh, and that was a good selling point because most of the students who joined the group, they already felt comfortable with Oh, I'm sorry, most of the students who took the class, uh, they already felt comfortable with their uh, writing skills, their grammar, definitely their reading skills, but they knew that they wanted more opportunities to actually speak in English. And that's why it was a good fit for them and the students who joined the class, who took this class, they, they were very engaged, even if some of them were maybe a bit uh, self-conscious because they knew that everything would be recorded. But other than that, they, they knew that this is what they needed and they were very willing to engage in all of these interview opportunities. That's great. And if teachers want to use podcasts to help their students, what are some ways that they could do that? 
uh, if they want to use podcasting in class, they could start with having the students listen to different types of podcasts. Uh, I would encourage the teachers to find podcasts that they personally find interesting and then start from there and then have the students explore different types of podcasts. Uh, when I first really became involved in podcast uh, with podcasting was, mm, I would say, three years ago now, four years ago. And since then, no one can keep track of how many podcasts there are out there now. <laughs> Back then, I could tell you the top 20 because there were only 50 top podcasts. Now, <laughs> I, I have my top 20, but I know that I would never be able to even finish counting how many there are. But the point is that the teachers should first find podcasts that they're interested in, whether they are podcasts about languages or podcasts that teach the language um, where they learn phrases or podcasts uh, that have nothing to do with, let's say, English language directly in that it's not, they're not learning or practicing English, they're just listening to a podcast that is in English. And so they can listen to short stories being read to them. And it's just something that the students can enjoy. And then as they explore different types of podcasts, then they can decide on a format that they as a group would like. But for the most part, most podcasts do revolve around, are, are, most podcasts are interviews, are interview driven. So then the students would learn how to interview one another and they would obviously learn how to listen attentively to respond appropriately instead of simply waiting for the speaker to stop talking so you can ask your second question, <laughs> which we know happens in a language class because that's what the students are asked to do in the sense that there are a different amount of questions that they need to cover. So sometimes they just go through them, but they don't actually listen attentively. And so with this kind of interview format, the students are forced to listen to each other and then respond appropriately. And so to get started, research podcasts that you enjoy uh, and then look for topics that maybe you hadn't thought about, but that you think students might enjoy. And by having students listen to two or three podcasts, different types of podcasts, they'll get a sense of what they like because just by starting with those three, uh, they know that they'll be, you know, all the apps will direct us to something similar. So they'll find something else that's related. And by doing that, they'll discover other podcasts on their own. And when they come back to share the podcasts that they've discovered, then the list will be even longer and they'll have more, uh, formats, I guess, more styles, more types of podcasts to consider as they begin to create their own in class. That sounds great. Okay, so yeah, so teachers can, can start just by helping their students find podcasts as a way of improving their listening skills, but also use it as a way to research and decide how they want to actually um, have a, a podcast that they create themselves. Yes. All right. Do yes. you have any, any other podcasting tips that you'd like to share? Tip, uh, yes. One of the major issues we struggled with when I taught this class was that even though students were willing to speak in class, they had issues listening to their own voice. <laughs> and we all know that that takes time for many of us. <laughs> it took me a while to, uh, to just listen to myself and then record something else again and then hear it back again. And 
uh, that's an issue that I had not considered until I began working on this. Uh, and so that's an issue to address. And so just keep that in mind because uh, if you're going to have the students record something and then later listen to their own voice, and especially if you're going to uh, share it, let's say online, uh, the students should be comfortable enough listening to themselves because otherwise they won't be comfortable recording because they'll just be worried about the fact that someone else is going to hear their voice. Uh, so do plenty of uh, activities where the students just record silly stuff, just basic conversations or anything they want to record that is not graded by any means, that is not evaluated by any means, but that is just simply, uh, that simply gives them an opportunity to reflect on what they sound like and whether they stutter, which maybe they didn't realize, or they speak a little too quickly like uh, some of us do, and then they need to slow down. <laughs> but all these little tips that they should consider before uh, they start without you having to say, listen, you need to slow down, you're too fast, uh, because then they might be more self-conscious. Instead, if they listen and hear themselves, then they might reflect and say, oh, I didn't know I sounded like that. So maybe they'll consider uh, uh, a few uh, language issues that, that they might need to address. <laughs> That's great advice. Yeah, I think um, I know when I started this podcast, there were a lot of things that I didn't realize that I say and do until I listened to my own podcast and said, yeah, I need to not do that. <laughs> so I think that's great advice is to have them just do their own recording and do some self-reflection before anyone else does. Yeah, that's great. Um, was there anything else that you would like to add on this topic? Uh, the class, uh, we did, the class that I had, we did record podcasts and Part of what I tried to do with the students when we created our own podcast was um, there were different activities where maybe they were reading an article and just summarizing it, but there they had to actually summarize and work on their writing skills, and then they recorded it. Or we also and we also had a couple of interviews where they interviewed one another, and they uh, those were recorded. And so all of these, some of these recordings, we did post them because we created a SoundCloud page and so we created a radio station we called ourselves ELP FM <laughs> and so I will gladly share the link to that so in case, in case uh, someone wants to listen to what some of these shy students recorded uh, and then get some more tips on actual podcasts from actual students who were struggling to improve their English skills. <laughs> Okay, great. Yes, we definitely want to include the link to the podcast. I think that a lot of teachers will appreciate your efforts and what your students created. That's fabulous. So now I'd like to talk to you about the ELPFM podcast that my students created. It's called ELPFM because our program, our, yes, our program is called English Language Program. So it was just an easy way to incorporate that into our name. So we call ourselves ELPFM. And if you explore this, this is on the SoundCloud website, a free website that you can use to upload audio files to share. You can create your own page. If 
you know a student or if you are an aspiring musician, you can share your audio files here for free and market them. Uh, right, so I was able to use this website, uh, very user-friendly. And then here, uh, if you would like, if you want to explore, I know it's difficult to, to hear, to share audio files over Zoom. So instead, I'll just tell you what we have. Uh, so you have a general idea. So you can explore by tracks, which means you will hear individual student audio files. You can come and explore by albums, uh, which here, for example, this album is called One Minute News. And this is based on different programs that I podcast that I knew about called One Minute Science, One Minute Earth Science. I forget the others, <laughs> but based on... Mm -hmm. Yes, based on, on those formats. And so he, students uh, read a news article. They were free to explore different news articles, whatever theme they wanted, just something that they thought was interesting. It did not have to be a current event. It could be any news article that they had read at some point that they thought was interesting and they wanted to share that story. So to get here and to record this audio clip, the students first went online did their research, uh, read the story, uh, came to class with a summary of the story. Then we worked on their grammar and their writing skills to make sure that the summary was clear in written form. Then they, once it was edited, then the students um, practiced reading it, but reading it in a way that sounded natural, which meant we had to, thought, we had to think about how to organize the text so when they read it sounded natural. So we thought about thought groups and how to organize the phrases that they needed to use. And then they practiced a couple of times. They recorded once, they recorded twice. And if they were happy, then that's the file that we uploaded. And for some students who are confident with their uh, reading and writing skills, reading skills and speaking skills, they only had to record once. <laughs> Other students, they needed to record more than once. But in the end, this is what we have. So that's one album. So that's based on one activity that took more than a week to get there because we only, as a class, we only met twice a week for an hour and a half. So as you create your podcast, keep that in mind, how long it takes you to actually get to the final product. Uh, so this one is one minute news, one group of students, one minute news, volume two. It's just a second group, just so we can have two shorter albums. Um, friendly interviews, another activity where the students interviewed people they knew. Uh, no, I'm sorry, this is, they were having conversations. Uh, and so that's where they were just friendly, casual conversations. This one called Profile Podcasts. This is where the students went out and interviewed somebody they knew. Uh, most of the students interviewed somebody on campus and then they came back and told us what they learned about that person. Um, okay. So that's basically what it is. This was uh, several weeks of work. And while there may be only three audio three albums, those albums took quite a while to produce. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. But I think that your students learn a lot um, about this process, but also a lot of English by doing this. They, it really encouraged them to use the language in ways that they hadn't thought of before. And I think anytime that we can create something solid like this um, that makes the students see how 
um, it's more, it makes it more tangible why they're, why they're learning the language, what they can do with the language. Uh, it gives them more of a reason to study the language. So I think it's amazing what you've created. And I hope that um, showing this and talking about it encourages more teachers to do more. But Absolutely. Like I've spoken about this topic at a couple of presentations and I received feedback from some of the attendees who wanted to learn more about how to create the podcasts and maybe the technology that I introduced and other technology that they had considered. And I know that at least a couple of teachers followed through on that because later they were able to actually have their students create something similar. So I'm, I'm glad they ventured into a, a new activity for the students. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know that more people are doing more podcasts now because of Anchor. Anchor makes it really simple. Yeah. Yes, I heard. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. That's why I use my podcast. It makes it really easy. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Well, I don't know about you, but I learned a lot about different ways to podcast with my students. So let's talk about the top teaching tips. Um, the first thing he recommends is that you start with the types of podcasts that you like. So I think that's a great idea. What do you like to listen to? Get your students uh, interested in that and listening to podcasts because, of course, listening to podcasts is going to help them with their English regardless. But then allow your students to research and decide what kind of podcast they want to create so they have some say in how the podcast is brought together. And he also recommends that you do an activity in which they record their voices before they do the actual podcast. I thought that was a great idea for the students to notice themselves how they sound on tape if they need to slow down if they're saying something strange. So this way, often he found that the students would find out these things for themselves and he wouldn't have to be the one to tell them, which is great advice if you can self-correct, right? And I also love that he talks about, he says that you should walk the students through the process slowly and of course, allow them to re-record anything that they're not happy with because this is something that they'll, other people could uh, listen to if they choose to listen to the podcast. So everyone wants to make sure that that's their best. So allowing them to redo is going to be great and it's going to make the final product sound better. I love it. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.